There's a mantra that goes and says, do what makes you happy. Whereas today I would like to revise this. Instead of doing what makes you happy, do what's in your best interest. And what's in your best interest, there is definitely quite a few things in there that makes you happy. Following your happiness and following what you need and want, doing everything in alignment with your best interest ultimately leads you towards a type of inner fulfillment of happiness. But we all should remember that happiness is not necessarily attained through the attainment of things. Instead, it is fostered from some state of being inside. And personally, a great way to learn how to be more happy starts off with contentment. Contentment is a powerful gratitude generator. In fact, to be content with what you have is in itself gratitude. It is showing appreciation for what has already been received, received, what has been achieved and what you have in this very moment in time. Being content does not mean that you do not necessarily, not that you would like to attain more, but that's why I would extend this and say, be content but then eager to experience more, eager to attain more, eager to um, achieve more. This meaning that right here where you are in this very moment, you are happy with all that you've received, all that you've achieved and all that you've came to be, but you're also eager to see what the future and even this very present moment is able to give to you. Whether it's a handshake or a high five or a hug, whether it's something monetary or it's just another person in your life it could even it could go as far as the universe takes you in terms of what is most important to you but anything that is given to you in this life at the end of the day is only adding to you i realized that from the moment that i was born there was literally everything that I have now, like there's literally nothing at a point until I was born. Meaning that from me to be born, I was gifted a family, I was gifted a house, I was gifted a form of transport, I was gifted education, I was gifted a wide array of things that we have around us. And sometimes we don't see what we are given and we don't see what we have. And although we interact with the majority of the stuff in any given day, it just seems as maybe that furniture or something that you just are aware of but not necessarily consciously thinking wow this is something that I really have most of the times when I think of what I have is when some people are like saying there's something specifically that they need when I already have it or even in my own family seeing there's something that I attained and maybe my sibling might not have and through them saying that they would also want something similar or they can't wait to get their own i end up realizing how fortunate it is for me to attain such and some people can easily argue and say it's because of the efforts that you put in however i am also blessed to have the mind and the body that helped me in order to attain it in fact i'm blessed to have the inspiration that gave the idea for me in order to pursue something so that I was able to attain anything as an end result for it, for it. So contentment teaches a lot. And in actually showing gratitude and appreciation for 
all the things that you have around you at this very moment even if things are not looking or are not turning in the way that you would like it to turn and i was thinking about this i was like wow you know it would be so nice if one two and three were to occur if maybe finances would be better it would be nice if um, i can actually get a car for myself instead of uh, relying on my father or even um, finding a newer place to stay instead of um, staying in a smaller room maybe moving to the city or moving to the desired town that i would like to stay in and be able to pay rent for my own place so knowing all of these things knowing that i can attain all of these things and actually have all of these things it would be so nice to have right now and the constant thinking of not having of it put me in a position where i was thinking to myself why is one two and three not happening yet thinking that this may be something that i was doing wrong they um that the country or the world is just in an uproar all these things that is going on and happening has caused maybe the financial situation to not be the very best and it could easily lead me to wanting to blame my country blame the economy um, blame a virus uh, blame people that i have in my life you know blame the situation i'm living in blame my background there's so many things to look at and blame and I'll even add there, blame myself as well. Um, all of these things could be potential forces as to why you are where you are today. But the most important of all of these forces or situations is ultimately you. And you are this powerful because you have the ability to decide how you're going to let the situation treat you. I mean, with money concerns, you are going to feel the stress, you are going to feel the anxiety. And you're going to feel the pressure of trying to relieve whatever responsibilities you have through trying to find a way in order to attain the money or you're just gonna hold it out until it's time that the money comes into your account so money is a very sensitive issue for most people and i think it's a really good example to use however from the moment that i'm stressing and worried about it till the time that i attain it there's a lot of energy that has went into me thinking of worst case scenarios, into me thinking of, um, you know, what what went wrong, what could have went wrong, into negative self-talk because in that state, I would also like think maybe more negatively of myself. Um, I would shift the blame, shift the blame on other people, on other uh, entities, government, you know, companies. I, I would shift my energy which is my focus and attention on so many things that are unnecessary whereas the moment i decided to shift the attention to myself in how am i feeling why am i feeling this way what can i do about the situation is there anything that i can do about the situation right now am i standing in my way in some manner what is it that i haven't done yet that i could potentially do now is it necessary for me to do something now? Am I perhaps being impatient? You know, all of these thoughts and questions came to mind and this is how I kind of centered my thinking back to myself and focused back to myself. Now, the next thing that I did was working on meditation to help slow down my thinking because now that I was able to slow down my thinking, 
it felt as if though there was less traffic in my mind. With this less bit of traffic in my mind, I was able to focus on the thoughts that were more beneficial that worked in my favor in this specific moment so that I can look at the situation, look at the problem, look at the conundrum that's at hand and have a better perspective about it. For perspective is ultimately thoughts in time. So the thoughts that I'm thinking in the specific given in time, in the specific given moment in time on a specific subject is going to give me a perception about what I'm observing, what I am thinking about, what I am constantly placing my attention on. So now that I've been able to clear a lot of the extra traffic out of my mind, I carefully with also a slower state of breathing because anxiety uh, anxiety is very high in moments where there's financial issues and circumstances but then meditation helps relieve a lot of the anxiety in fact a good way you know you are really hitting the sweet spots in meditation is where the resistance and the tension that you feel in your body starts to loosen up a bit and when that starts to happen you feel like you can think more freely you can breathe more freely and that's why breathing is very closely associated with the way that you are thinking the way that you act in life and also your receptivity to many things that you are um, taking in from the world so now that i've been able to slow down my thoughts my breathing is also a bit slowed down it feels as if though the state of clarity starts to set in. It allows me to see my situation with newer eyes. And from that, it also is at a pace. Now my mind is thinking slow enough in order for me to think from a different perspective. Now sometimes I can't think of a different perspective because maybe my thoughts and my belief based on a specific issue is so ingrained that I literally need another source in order to help me see perspective differently. And that is why knowledge is very key in this moment. I know there's a saying that says knowledge is power, but I love extending the saying and saying the acquired knowledge is potential power, but applied knowledge is absolute or true power. So from acquiring a lot of knowledge based on um, beliefs, limiting beliefs, working on, you know, finding out what type of thoughts are associated with negative thinking and positive thinking. Because sometimes we're so used to thinking these things that we do not associate our feelings and emotions and state of being in the, in the time that we are thinking all of these thoughts. So we just take life as one big experience and we don't actually see that we can consciously remove certain experiences out of our day we can be in control of what it is that we are actually trying to think about what it is that we actually want to allow that our attention to so it it takes a lot of patience with yourself and adding meditation has helped me in order to find this clarity now recently there's been a challenge that i've noticed that a lot of my beliefs and my state of being that I was currently in prevented me from taking action. 
It has been something that I've been speaking about for months, almost a year. It's actually been a year right now. Um, I think September is going to be about a year. So with it being a year and we are saying and thinking about doing something, but I haven't taken the full action towards it. What I ended up noticing was that there could be potential fear because fear is a very big stagnating force for myself and for anybody in that manner. That's what fear is. Fear stagnates. It stops you in your tracks. And the way it stops you in your tracks is with thoughts. Fear is nothing more than thinking. It's nothing more than a mind state. And our fear-based programming or our fear-based thinking is associated a lot with our traumas and things that we have heard that many people have experienced. So all of this is on the basis of potential shadow, but primarily potential ego. I really believe that fear is associated with ego a lot. And the ego loves using your shadow, your denied, rejected, and you know, the parts of you that you don't necessarily show unto others as a form of fuel to kind of back up the fear and the thoughts associated with the fear. So I decided I'm gonna run because running is the first place where your thoughts are running wild, especially in the first however minutes, depending on how far you're running. So in the first five minutes, I was only doing what calculated today, it was only a 12 minute run. And in the first five minutes, my mind went wild. My mind told me why I couldn't do it. It told me how it started to compromise. And this is what I found funny about my mind. It was trying to play a game of compromise with me. Okay, if we at least went up to here, it means that we did do it. Um, you know, we've done it already a day more than what we said we were going to do. So it's okay if I take a rest now. Um, I'm already feeling better. I'm already feeling fit, you know. So I think I can actually slack and take a break. I'm not really feeling like myself. So I think it's time for me to just chill. Oh, I'm feeling some pain in my in my um, midsection. I'm feeling a little bit of a headache. Oh, my feet are so sore. Um, I don't feel like I can breathe properly. I think I'm tired. All of these thoughts play in my mind. And it tries to find so many excuses to get you to stop doing what you're doing. And eventually, it just shuts up. The thoughts just go down. And even if it's not shutting up, you tuned out of it, so you're not even you're not even focused on it. So the thoughts may still be playing, but your awareness and focus is on something entirely different. Upon making the halfway mark, I, I literally continued, I persisted, and it came back, telling me, okay, I can just take a five second break because I'm halfway. I just still kept on running, still kept on moving. And my mind was visualizing the very thing that I said I was going to be doing for the past year. Running, 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 continually running so that I'm able to know exactly how it feels to break through. And in so doing, it's been, this is the second week now. And already in the second week, I feel more confident. My pace has increased. I literally ignore my thoughts much more now because I realize that they're always going to be there. But it gave me confidence. Not just confidence in the running, but then it was visible evidence of me being able to run the distance and still 
I was able to see that I still came out successful, I still came out victorious. So it meant that whatever it is that was um, that I wanted to do and fear was stagnating me in doing so, the same way how I continually ran for a week, me being consistently, me being consistent and to keep on moving in the direction that I'm moving, eventually it will become a second nature. I'll be confident in doing it. The fears that I have of what potential things could happen fall away because I'm doing it irrespective of the fear because the thoughts are there, but the thoughts are not your reality. The thoughts are not your reality. They dictate exactly how you should behave, how you should act, and what you should be doing in the, uh, at the end goal of it. But when you look at your thoughts, majority of your, your fear-based thinking is not reality. How many times have you done something and you feared so many things happening and it turned out to be better than you expected? And that is mainly because you still believe in yourself to a certain extent by taking action. But it's also because fear can only help but speak. It's like a voice of chatter in your mind. It is literally just there to get you stagnant by your thoughts, to be in your mind. But the biggest, fear, uh, the biggest enemy of fear is action. And even if you're taking one step... Even if you're doing um, or you're just jumping in, diving in and you're taking action for it or you take action around what is needed in order for you to eventually get to where you need to be. Fear's biggest enemy is action. And funny enough, confidence's biggest friend, what builds confidence is action. So by taking action, you increase your confidence and you let go of the fear associated with whatever it is you're doing. And this helps slow down your mind. Running has helped me to master my mind a little bit better. And it's only been a week. This is week two. So I can't help but see at the end of the month, at the end of however many months, at the end of however many years, what is it that running is gonna give to me? Because at the end of the day, we're all running our own race. We are all are embarking on our own journey and we all have our own dreams and aspirations to accomplish and do and it's up to you to be able to run that race with fear or no fear because as long as you're running this race the action is going to transmute your fear into confidence stay blessed